Good evening, Bobby. How are you? I am good, Christy. How are you? Good. Did you tell the dogs that we um, are to not be interrupted this show? Did you tell them? Well, <laughs> I try to tell them and whether or not they listen is always up for debate. I don't know. I get it. Um, so I'm just going to put this out there for anybody who is watching. Um, this is a serious explicit notice for this episode because our topic today <laughs> is cancel culture. And that tends to get Christy and I riled up. So F-bombs are probably gonna be a fly-in. So just, yeah. just a, a warning. Um, but here we are, happy Thursday. <laughs> Happy or Friday Eve, as some people call it. How was your second COVID St. Patrick's Day? Uh, it was good, actually. Well, it was, you know, good as far as, you know, not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I, um, I made some delicious brownies with Bailey's Irish cream in them. <laughs> what kind of brownies, Bobby? <laughs> like There's no green in it. Okay. No green in it, but I did make it with Bailey's Irish cream frosting and a Bailey's Irish cream ganache. Ganache? You know, the chocolate? Ganache. Whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they were amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, well, I'm doing nope. pretty good on my diet, so I'm just going to take your word for it that those brownies were delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's, I'll make them again. I think I've decided that they are only going to be um, St. Patrick's Day brownies. Like it's not going to be something that I make often or regularly. That's probably good for your heart and health and <laughs> all of the above. Yes. <laughs> what else have um, you been doing this week, Bobby? Same old, same old. Working, hardly working. No, I'm working. I'm working. You're working your tail off. Yes. I am actually. Yeah. Uh, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting several months, actually. So I'm trying to play catch up is what I'm trying to do. And with for a fair amount of success, we'll say. Um, but Christy, before we get started with our hot topic for the day, <laughs> I have a comment for you. Well, a question. Okay. Because you have been into the comic books lately, did you know that there is a comic book character that is owned by both DC and Marvel? Comic book character owned by both DC and Marvel. Wow. No. You did not know this? I did. I, it's maybe tickling the back of my brain and I might like kick myself when you say it. So I found a couple of different names. The name that I was initially, uh, that it was brought to my attention with was called Access. Mm -mm. Um, and then there's um, Amalgam uh -uh. is another name for this guy. But anyway. According to marvel.fandom.com, <laughs> Access 
is a fictional character owned by both DC Comics and Marvel Comics. He was intended both as a way to explain the events of the story, as well as a means to enable such crossovers, because there have been Batman and Captain America crossovers. Sure. So access is the way to how they do it. And there's this whole backstory about, I didn't read too much into it, but that um, because it got into a whole bunch of stuff and I don't know, whatever. Oh, it can, but, yeah, it can, it can delve into some pretty detailed stuff pretty fast. Yeah. Weaving and lots of moving parts um, that like there were two brothers and their universe is split and access is the guy who keeps the brothers universes open it's a whole thing wow but interesting yeah, yeah. did you know yes <laughs> i just saw yes today, i knew uh, bouncing off of that topic i uh-huh. saw today that marvel's coming out with a new captain america character who oh, is really? a he's a a gay teen who looks out for homeless youth like that's his angle. I just I was at work, so it was just a very quick blip, but it was just interesting that that you would bring up like comic it. books, and I saw that today. So I thought that's a, you know, it helps sting you know with this thing a little of Kevin Feige announcing that Chris Evans is definitely not coming back as Captain America at this point in time. Did you shed um, a little tear? As our our Godfather Dave told us, you know, it's Hollywood; it could change at any time. But it's true. You know, I think a lot of a lot of actors like to move on and kind of let a character go. So I'm sure mm-hmm. Chris Evans is over it. So I'll just have to learn to be over it as well. And one more comic book mention is that the Zack Snyder cut of Superman Justice League Justice, Justice. League, Justice League came out today, I believe. It's a whopping four hours long. It is getting some pretty rave reviews, though. Oh, I'm sure. I, I am looking forward to seeing it because, um, I mean, the real Justice League was not that great. I just loved it because of the um, pretty, pretty boys in it. Oh, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Shocking. So four hours of that. <laughs> I know. So four hours of that. Sign me up. Well, I mean, you and know also why... in the original person, like the original concept and what he wanted to do. And exactly. yes, I know all of that. So it's. Yeah. It's fine. Well, for the people like I know my mom's on, so she and Aunt Betsy's on now too. So if they don't know what happened, Justice League was started by Justin Snyder. And then what his he had a child pass away? Zach Zach Snyder. Snyder, Justice League. Um, Yeah, his daughter actually committed suicide. Right. Um, And then so Joss Whedon, who had done the Avengers, took over the rest of the film. And so a lot of people it felt very disjointed. So there's a new cut. That's exclusively from the original director. Um, and it is darker than the original Justice League that was released. That's par for the course. Joss Whedon's not super dark. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's getting rave reviews. And I'll probably watch it. Probably not sit down and watch all four hours at once. Uh, I think that's quite the haul. But it is. Yeah. You're right. There are, there are some pretty boys in that movie. So <laughs> it may not be that hard, huh, Bobby? <laughs> I don't think so, no. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, Christy, you ready to dive into today's topic? Uh, you know, ready to get worked up and get our blood pressure going. It's funny because we've 
talked about this before. Usually we get so upset about the whole concept of cancel culture that we don't bother talking about it because we know we're going to agree. We know how we feel about it. Um, But it has become such a relevant topic recently that we definitely felt it was time to finally have the discussion about it. Mm -hmm. um, See what introspective fantastic thoughts you and I could have about it that, you know, all the other talking heads in the universe haven't already said about it. So um, why don't you start us off for those who maybe aren't super familiar what cancel culture is? Could you give us a quick, um, not dictionary definition, give us an understandable definition of what we mean when we're talking about cancel culture? What you and I mean? What? Yes. And our topic today, what do we mean when we say cancel culture? What we mean when we say cancel culture is basically holding people accountable for their actions. So like Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, for example, um, he, uh, (laughs) he was a sexual predator and he finally, like he did it for years and years and years and years. And it was buried in Hollywood. Everybody in Hollywood knew about it, but, um, it was Rose McGowan, right? Who, like, yeah, she, well, was she was the, one of the first. Like, she was one of the first who came out and was like, "This dude is a predator, and we're gonna, you know, whatever." Um, and he's since been held accountable. He is persona non grata in Hollywood. He's in jail. <laughs> like, he's probably gonna die in jail. Um, so, for us, it's holding people accountable. If you were to ask for my definition, would you agree with okay. that, Christy? I would. Now, give us, say, the Fox News definition of cancel culture. <laughs> <sighs> the Dixie Chicks said something horrible in London, so we must cancel them, burn their records, send them death threats, and um, never listen to them again. Because they said something we didn't like, so we're canceling them. And okay. the thing that they said that they didn't, that was not good, was that they were ashamed that the president of the United States was from Texas back in, what was it, 2003, four? Um, yeah, I mean, it was the second Bush, so. I think it was 2003-ish. That sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, or like another example would be, um, Colin Kaepernick is leaning during the national anthem, or um, kneeling during the national anthem. So therefore we must um, uh, boycott the NFL and all of that. Yes, they did, didn't they? And they also burned his jerseys. And then when Nike supported Colin Kaepernick, they also burned all their Nikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start there. We're starting back at kind of what I consider the beginning of this current version of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring it back to the, okay, this is a, such a convoluted topic. Right now, there's a lot of conservative types that are very upset that Dr. Seuss enterprise, like the man's gone. It's mm-hmm. a corporation running Dr. Seuss. Now they decided to stop printing six books that I, as a reader had never even heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And people are saying that, oh, the left came after them that was cancel culture because those books also happen to have racist pictures in them. And not like vaguely racist, like there were some incredibly racist photos. Mm -hmm. But the part they're neglecting to mention is that nobody told them they had to do that. They, Mm -hmm. as a corporation, decided it was in their best interest. They don't need these six out of like 54 books. Nobody was buying them. They're outdated. It was in their best interest as a company to stop printing them, but that's not how it was taken by the conservatives. Can you give us some feel about how uh, the Dr. Seuss thing is being played out right now? If I didn't already talk, but. Um, I think the, probably the biggest thing, this is so stupid. (laughs) stupid. Oh my God. So um, the right like politicians on the right, like instead of um, debating the uh, relief bill that, that, that Biden put forward, decided to talk about Dr. Seuss and left cancel culture of Dr. Seuss. But like you mentioned, like you stated, the left didn't do it. <laughs> no. It was Dr. Seuss's own people were like, we we can't support this anymore we're just going to take them back we're not going to publish these anymore everything else like they won out because then all the conservatives went and bought all the dr seuss books they could to support them since the left was canceling them like you just played and you just gave them more money for doing a decision they did on their own like okay Mm -hmm. fine go ahead buy your kids books oh darn you sure owned us (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and it's like so let instead so really I think what the big Dr. Seuss thing is is really a distraction if you were to you know ask me because the the right doesn't have any anything substantive to to talk about they wanted to cancel the Biden thing they every fucking Republican voted against the Biden relief bill. Shocking that that wasn't talked about more. Hmm. Right. But, huh. oh, what, Dr. Seuss. How dare they? Never mind that every other Dr. Seuss book is still on the shelf. They're not pulling every single Dr. Seuss. It's six titles. Six. That's it. Even so, now, I couldn't tell you one of those titles. I couldn't either, actually. <laughs> Um, they're not so that's only one of like two big hot topic cancel culture wars right now what's the other one Bobby um I'm sorry say that again I said that's one of two super hot topics on the cancel culture thing right now what's the other current um gendered issue they're having right now it involves a potato oh (laughs) See, they're they're happening at the same time we have to talk about them at the same we think it's stupid Mm -hmm. but um the hasbro company again corporation which conservatives love capitalism um again of their own decision decided to just make it potato head it still comes with boy parts and girl parts. It's just not sold 
as Mr. or Mrs. Um, freak the fuck out, Bobby. They freaked the fuck out. Why? What? What's going on? What's happening? Because Mr. Potato Head is a is a staple in American culture. And why? Oh, oh, what was it? Um, the the cuckoo from Georgia. She said that uh, there were that God made two sexes. Marjorie so, Taylor Green. Uh-huh, so so uh-huh. so so trust the science she says trust the science so she i'm having a hard time putting those words together with her um <laughs> she this is the woman who said that the government space was, lasers yes yes <laughs> for fuck's sake i know um so you know Mr. Potato Head, it has to be a mister because there are only two sexes. <laughs> and Christy, you know how I how I am. I have my faith. I don't push it on anybody else. I have my own beliefs. I have my own like whatever. That does not mean that I am. Shove it down your throat. You know? You've always been very good about that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um uh <laughs> And somebody commented on it and I was like, oh my God, yes. So to Marjorie Green Taylor, who said that God created two sexes, he did not. He created one and a rib that turned. (laughs) So, I mean, really, no, he didn't. But if you want to go that way. But anyway, I digress. So, um, yeah. And then you could also bring up Pepe Le Pew too. Thank you, Betsy. That was a good point too. Um, (laughs) Pepe Le Pew, who is a cartoon character who is known. Those fucking dogs, I tell you. I love them too, <laughs> but oh my God. Um, I really do love them. Um, who is cartoonized and is also a sexual predator. Like, <laughs> let's be real. He pushed himself on a cat. Oh, so, he's pretty rapey. Definitely yeah, rapey vibes yeah. in Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> so... So, and I mean, like some of that could be, oh, my childhood is ruined, much like the the men who were all up in arms with um, the all-female cast of Ghostbusters, which suck it up, buttercup. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. How do you feel about this, uh, Christy? You know, there's been... <laughs> There's been a lot going on between some of the memes that I see on Facebook and I, I have legit finally had enough with Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that were posting support or commenting that the left had canceled Dr. Seuss. It's like, have your own opinion about the company doing what they want to do. Fine. If that bothers you, but don't create this false narrative that somebody told them they had to do this because nobody Nobody cared. Like, I'm sure there were a few people, you know how I feel about censorship. It goes both ways. I'm sure there were a few people who was like, I don't like this book. You shouldn't sell it anymore. Good for that person. You don't buy that book. Mm -hmm. But that's not what happened here. Right. If we're going to compare Dr. Seuss, like these are all the same people who tried to cancel Harry Potter back in the early 2000s because of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Like they they can't... mm, <laughs> it's yeah. a hypocrisy for me. It's a hypocrisy for me. And then hypocrisy when we go to is... the potatoes, it 
they're using the Mr. Potato Head argument as a deflection from their problem with the push for transgender rights. Mm-hmm. They're using their little Mr. Potato Head as their wall so that they don't have to talk about this gross thing over here. Let's talk about this potato. It's Mr. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, does the potato have a penis? No. But if it puts on a mustache and a hat, you're calling it a Mr. Why can't you do that for people who were born in the wrong body? If they want to identify as Mr., why is it okay for a potato, but not okay for a person? And I just will not understand how they do not see that same argument in their head. They can't see how stupid it is to argue for a potato's gender identification when they won't argue for a person's gender um, gender identification. See, you're getting all worked up. And on that point, (laughs) one more thing. There's a doctor I follow on TikTok and he had the perfect response. Like, okay, doctor, you're a scientist. Science says that there is biologically a man and there's biologically a woman. And the doctor says, I assume you're referring to X and Y chromosomes, which is traditionally the base definition of male and female. And then he went on to point out probably about 20 different other instances where your DNA doesn't come up with this clear male and female scientifically there are people who are not born in a male or female typical body and Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just thought it was such a good point (laughs) so yes i'm getting worked up aren't i and then yes peppy lippy was always raping i never liked peppy lippy i didn't either actually um yeah, I didn't either. Um, and I think so. I, I the right has taken the term cancel culture and just blew it up and turned it into absolutely something that it's not. Like Ted Cruz during the impeachment got up and talked about how um, the impeachment was uh, political cancel culture because we're impeaching a former president. Point one, he was not a former president when the articles of impeachment were first brought to Congress. Point two, it is perfectly legal to impeach a former president, secretary of war, secretary of whatever, after they leave office to prevent them from running again. Perfectly legal, it's been done before, don't say that. So to say it it was just a way for the right to spin things to fit their narrative and their narrative infuriates me. I'm just gonna be fucking honest with you. So cancel culture is not, how do I want to say this, Christy? It's not how, how it's being portrayed in the media, even like, mm-hmm. like the media is, has taken this term and used it as a weapon against whatever you want to say, like liberals and whatever, but really it's just accountability. Like, give me another I- example of, of a left, um, cancel culture 
like one leftist. that the left took on to somebody else, like a leftist cancel culture. A leftist cancel culture. Like I we were talking about say, Harvey Weinstein. So I would say like, I've always been very conscientious of where I spend my money. And you could say that something like my pillow guy or the Goya mm-hmm. beans or even mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. people on the left won't support that, but it doesn't mean we tell you, you can't mm-hmm. you say, you know, that's kind of a hateful, you know, they give money to anti or to homophobic organizations. And mm-hmm. this guy is anti-immigration and this guy's this, I'm not going to spend my money with those people anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to spend my money with this company that doesn't do that or this company, but we don't go out, buy all the cans of Goya or all the my pillows and burn them and scream about it for hours online. We're just very conscientious of where we spend our money. And that's why I can't say that they're even vaguely the same thing. I've never seen other than Trumpism. Okay, sure. We're trying to cancel cult, um, Trumpism because of, as um, my uncle Paul pointed out, anti-vaxxers, would you consider that cult, cancel culture? Yeah. yeah. I actually, I, um, <laughs> I saw an article earlier today and I have to, t- I have to tell you, I couldn't bring myself to read the whole thing. I saw the headline and that was enough. It got my blood pressure up. And I said, okay, I'm out. I'm not reading this. It was um, a reporter went to a diner in Oklahoma and everybody in this diner said that they were not going to get the vaccine and that even Trump couldn't get them to take the vaccine. Meanwhile, he secretly did it without telling anybody he did. Right? He found out about it anyway. <laughs> God, he's like, okay, fuckhead. okay. Okay, die alone on a ventilator because that's how you show the man. I just that's how you show them libtards, right? Right? <laughs> so, those are kind of the current hot button issues we brought up. Mm-hmm. We going back in our granted, we're millennials, we're in our late 30s, we haven't been around forever. But it certainly seems to me this current version of cancel culture started with the Dixie Chicks and kneeling for the anthem at the um, football games. What other old circumstances of uh, cancel culture can you remember in our life? Um, Definitely Harry Potter comes to mind because I remember when I was in high school, um, that was when the first book came out. I'm trying to think if the second book came out while I was in high school, but definitely the first one did. And um, I went to a church function with a friend from high school back then. And uh, they were like raging about Harry Potter and that's witchcraft. And you guys can't read that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's a book. Not a great one, but it's a book. So (laughs) like, I, and I remember sitting there being like, And people were like, yes, that's right. And I'm like, okay. And every single one of the right right wing cancel culture, I think, I feel that the cancel culture started with them. Like, honestly, I... 
you can't do this. You can't do that. Wasn't there? Um, no. Okay. Was it, what was Al Gore's wife? Is that Tipper? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was pretty anti-rap music. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. I did forget about Granted, that. Granted, like the left and the right back then weren't as far separated as they are now. It was mm-hmm. more about policy than all the societal issues. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go back to the history, we do have to bring up Tipper Gore trying to cancel rap music. I do. Like, and it wasn't like that up, they would go yeah. out and buy the CDs and the movies and do their bonfires and their trashing everything. And, you know, I get we should have some safety protocols. I like that there's like explicit warnings. Like it mm-hmm. didn't stop my mom from letting me buy all sorts it of stuff that I probably shouldn't have been listening to. <laughs> but it stopped my mom she like, was out by the time it was formed, like explicit. Okay. I know what she's getting. It is what it is. So, I mean, I guess Tipper Gore canceling rap music might be the beginning, but then there wasn't much. And then there was the Dixie chicks, which still. Did I tell you? (laughs) Cam has heard. I'm not ready to make nice a million times. I love that song. I play it all the time. Mm -hmm. I finally said, Hey, Cam, do you know what they're singing about in the song? Do you understand the lyrics, what they're talking about? And he's like, no. So I explained it to him more than some other parents probably would to their nine-year-old. I'm pretty honest with him. Mm-hmm. Um, told him what the Dixie Chicks had said and how people reacted and how they were getting literal death threats. And that's why that line in the song, you know, the mother telling her daughter, you ought to hate a perfect stranger and people wanting them to die because of the words that they said. Mm-hmm. can now mom let's listen to that song let's listen to that song and you can just see the look on his face like he is absorbing it mm-hmm. and so when you know the backstories of some of these things it's just it's so powerful and i love that the dixie chicks they came back they oh, yeah. lost a chunk of fans but you know what they gained a chunk of fans who support them in their free speech which is always that cancel culture hot button issue in it bobby it's it's interesting to me that um, they spout, you know, our Second Amendment right and blah 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 blah. But the second that somebody start starts pushing back on free speech, they're like, "Oh, you can't see that. You that's unacceptable." But it's in the same Constitution that the Second Amendment is, right? right above that free speech and gun usage that depending on how you read it and where Mm -hmm. a comma is it's up for debate um but so speaking of the dixie chicks i found this online and i was meaning to tell you about it um so there was a i was gonna say trump supporter but trump was a nobody then um a w (laughs) supporter who said, we love George W. They should be shot for saying stuff like that. And they had a, uh, a poster board of the Dixie Chicks, like a picture of the Dixie Chicks on it. And um, it said, disembody the Dixie Chicks, aim here on the poster board. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. All because, all because they said in London, even, that they were ashamed that the president of the United States was from Texas. Like, and that's mild compared to some of the yeah. shit that gets said, that gets said today. Yeah. That's mild. That's barely even that. 
that wouldn't even come up on any blip today if somebody said that. Ben Shapiro could say something like that and people go, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm, I can guarantee you that Rush Limbaugh said something, said things a million times worse. Like was during the AIDS thing, he was, he was like oh, listing off people who no, died. And, okay, you're right. You're right. That asshat deserves no, may Mention. he rest in hell. Uh, <laughs> um, my He's burning up right now. She got us. Uh-oh. She got us. Okay. She says, you guys don't remember burning Beatles albums when John said they were more important than Jesus. I believe the line was actually bigger than Jesus. Am I wrong? That they were bigger than Jesus? Maybe. I don't know. <gasps> you don't know? It's oh, it's yeah. there, but I don't, like, I, I. it's not one that I can, like, confirm. Oh, yes, it's because I mean, he said was... they were bigger than Jesus. But, yeah, I do yeah. have a recollection of that. I just okay. don't know what words were specifically I mean... said. No, no, I would say the only thing that was different is that the majority of people were upset that the Beatles said that, whereas now it's more like 50-50. The le- either the left side's mad, somebody says something, or the right side's mad. Seems back then you had like all of the parents and the grandparents were mad the Beatles said that, and then you had people like Aunt Betsy were like proudly like, rock on, John. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Or, or like Why, uh... Aunt Betsy mom wouldn't even have been that old during that time. What is it? Uh, the Creedence Clearwater was that? It was that why he said Jesus was just all right with him. He was standing in solidarity with with John. I don't know. That would be a, a podcast for Aunt Betsy to explain. <laughs> but she's right. I mean, that did happen. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So, but look at how spaced out some of these instances were. And now it seems like every fucking week we have to hear about somebody being pissed off that somebody did something. What's going on, Bobby? Why is it? Why is it every week now when it used to be every decade, there'd be like one cancel culture moment? Because the right don't have anything to talk about other than. Other than putting the left on the spot. Like, let's let's and you know, because they don't have any policy. They don't have. Because the majority of Americans support democratic policies. And so the Republicans literally have nothing else to talk about. They they see that they are in a deep, 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 deep pile of shit that they, they, like, Lindsey Graham himself said that, um, well, and somebody else, was it Matt Gates? one of those fuckheads said something like if this happens we're there'll be a net though there will never be another republican elected again if they didn't you know, gerrymander i believe that's what did, it was in regards to. if they didn't gerrymander was one and if the um john oh Lewis yeah if they did all passes, the yeah if the bill mm-hmm. with all the automatic registration mm-hmm. um mail-in voting all of that stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> I, so they I know it was, um, what sorry go ahead so, no, that I was just going off of that. You know, they know that their they're majority, they're they're losing, and they're losing their shit too, which they should. But they're not getting that it's about the American people and not the people that line their pockets. It's they it's they're completely disconnected from any kind of reality, and so they have to deflect with oh. These people, they're trying to take our livelihood away and they're going to do this, which is not true in the least. 
anyway, what were you going to say? I'm very sorry. Um, I was, it was another TikTok. There was, I think it's, I always say it's Jordan Klepper doing this from Comedy Central. I don't know that it's always him, but it's that type of video where I know what you're talking he's just, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like mm-hmm. interviewing people at Trump race and he's like, you know, well, what do you think about this bill that's going to pass with all this automatic voter registration? And people are like, no, 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 they can't do that. You have to have, you know, your ID and the DMV does all that. And that's where you get your driver's license from. And he's like, okay, well, what if, the DMV was the one that does the automatic voter registration. They're like, well, we can't trust the DMV. Like they like, <laughs> literally don't hear themselves talking. <laughs> like, yes, the oh people who give out the driver's license, we can trust, but that same company, if they're doing the automatic voter registration, we can't trust that Bobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it's the same thing from um, I, I, one of those Jordan Klepper, Klepper, whatever. Um, he was doing a, uh, uh, a Trump rally thing. And, you know, um, he was like, you know, so you're, you're pro-life and everything like that. Right. And he was like, absolutely. And he was like, okay, so would you wear a mask? Oh no, that's a personal choice. That's a personal choice. But even if it's going to save the other person's life that might have a compromised immune system. Oh no, it's a personal choice. It's a personal choice. So Circling back to what you said earlier about um, blatant hypocrisy, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like say one thing and then completely different the next. Right? I'm sorry, like, was it just... representatives in Texas, I believe, want to have death penalties for doctors and women who get abortions yeah. because they're so pro-life? Yeah. Explain that logic. I can't. I can't. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Um, there's something more local that's happening. I don't see any of my podcasts talking about it. I don't think it's made national news. I have unfriended easily five people in the last two weeks because of it. Jared Polis enacted one of those stupid holidays. It's a national or a Colorado no meat day. Um, studies have found that not eating meat one day a week is better for the environment, better for your health, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Simply promoting one day a year where people don't eat meat. One day a year. One day a year. I keep saying it's one not- day a year. No, no, no. You're saying one day a week for that the doctors oh, recommended it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. I'm just I'm just making sure that I understand it's yes. one day a year and yes. he's not closing burger restaurants or steak. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Nothing no, no, like no. that. He's just saying. No, just hate. Here's a, here's a Colorado no meat day just to support. There's lots of vegetarian restaurants. There's lots of people we can support. Have at it. Up here, Bobby, you would have thought Governor Polis sat up there and shat on a kitten. I swear to God, people have lost their fucking minds up here, Bobby. Now they're having a national or a Colorado meat in day where all the restaurants are giving away free hamburgers. People have the stupid beef logo all over their faces on Facebook. Some horrible, nasty comments people were saying on Facebook about that goddamn Jew in the Capitol. Uh, I, I can't. Nobody forces a fucking donut down your throat on National Donut Day. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Oh, why are they well, taking this so-, so seriously, Bobby? And I saw that Nebraska is enacting some kind of special day to to counteract Colorado's because it's, it's a blatant, what did he call it? Um, 
attack on the livestock industry is what it is up here. That's not what he said, but he did say an attack on um, Nebraska's livelihood or an attack, a personal attack on Nebraska or some shit like that. Um, but like, like you said, one day a week, like there are one day a year. Well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me back. Oh, okay. One day the, the, the CDC recommends or whoever recommends to do a meatless day, right? There are numerous, um, like, I don't want to say diets, but like, um, food programs like, uh, home chef or, you know, any of those meal delivery plans, they offer meatless Mondays. They're not saying that you have to do it, but they're offering it up like, Hey, meatless Mondays is a thing because it could be healthier for you and it's better for the environment. Would you like to, mm-hmm. to do it? They're not saying, Oh, Mondays, we don't provide, you know, um, meat of any kind. And I think it's very interesting to me that the same people who are upset about this also during Lent don't eat meat on Fridays. They're like Catholics haven't been eating meat once a week for how long? And nobody flipped the fuck out about that. So oh, I, I just, think it's I think it's very interesting the things that the 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 right I'm gonna say right wing media. I mean, not only the politicians, because they're fucking politicians, but the right wing media, I think, takes it and spins it. Um, and then the the politicians just run with it because they don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> like, let's be real. Well, I mean, I would just say uh, with this national, God, I keep saying national. It's only a Colorado thing. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by some of the people who supported the anti, like the, the conflict to it. Cause there's a couple people, like I know on my Facebook are right wing. They are what they are. They don't usually post shit. We're, neutral it's fine there mm-hmm. were literally a couple of people who surprised the hell in me at how they reacted to the whole colorado no meat day and i just have to wonder if it's like is it latent hostility for things or they really feel that strongly about meat one mm-hmm. day a year is not going to destroy the cattle ranches up here i'm sorry if anything it could get rid of some of those shitty cattle ranches in other parts of the state that don't take care of the cattle and the ranchers up here would benefit. Mm-hmm. I sure as hell would pay more for a better steak if I knew that that cow got to live on a fancy ranch and was taken care of and not shoved in a pen, having its baby stolen. The cattle industry is a whole different thing, but mm-hmm. I just, I, that was the thing. Like, I don't even, can you call that cancel culture? I don't think so. Um, it, but it seems like it's in I the same that would vein be, for me. I, I think that would be, reverse cancel culture maybe like, no because that would be saying that polis did cancel culture he didn't he's supporting one day a year where we don't well you could say that it's cancel culture on jared polis because they don't like they're finding anything to get him out of office oh yeah oh um they do not like him i think he's great <laughs> Colorado handled the pandemic better than so many other states in the -hmm. the country. And I'm very proud to be a Coloradan. And it really pisses me off when I hear some locals complaining that, oh, ever since all the Californians moved in, the state's gone to shit. All these damn Democrats, the states are in blue. I'm like, 
I'm sorry. Last I heard, I was fifth generation Coloradan, and my family's a long line of Democrats, Republicans back when Republicans were Democrats, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But like, no, we've always been here. Thanks. Yeah. Colorado. I felt really good right to get here. that off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado native, right here, right here. Lifetime yeah. Democrat. I was unaffiliated for a while, but it was stupid. And I was like, why the fuck am I unaffiliated? Like I did that too. I I'm, think I'm a fucking Democrat and I may as well just make, have the world know it. Uh, when uh, Obama came around, when I realized I was a Democrat, like I didn't like Bush and I was like, okay, Carrie's okay. But mm-hmm. it was when Obama came around, I was like, no, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> so, so one of my funny stories with John Kerry <laughs> You, I, you, you have to know this story. Mike and I went to a, a John Kerry rally at my old high school at Rangeview when he came, came into Denver. And Mike and I were like super up close and we got to shake John Kerry's hand. It was awesome. Like we were like, yeah, we did it. So one of the funniest things that my brother has ever said to me, <laughs> finishes shaking John Kerry's hand and he looks at me and he goes, dude's got soft hands. <laughs> just like oh he does he really does it was just so funny I was like he's like for a dude he's got soft hands <laughs> um, so funny I've just I've got to point out I think it's your friend Mel not Mindy? Melinda right Mindy Mindy <laughs> yes uh she says it's cattle instead of cancel culture it's cattle culture nice <laughs> nice I like it <laughs> funny all right i do i feel i feel that that beef thing is was burning a hole in my my soul and i had to mm-hmm. get it off my chest so thank you for letting me just uh word vomit all over the uh the podcast yeah cheers <laughs> cheers cheers um all right so one more thing before we kind of wrap things up um i saw something that spoke to me it really spoke to me and it was to do with the cancel culture and the, um, the, the, the band of people who are trying to keep America white is basically what it is. Um, keep America white, keep, um, y- you know, women at home pregnant in the kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like really when you come down to it, that's all it is is they are scared (laughs) that they're not going to be relevant anymore. So they have to find all of these things. Mr. Potato Head is a mister. Don't change it to Potato Head, you know? So let me read this. You are the old America trying so hard to hold on to your white bread and Thanksgiving dinners. The new America is here to stay. We're bringing tortillas and celebrating our Native Americans. We're listening to rap and dancing the dapki. We wear hijabs and speak two languages. We come in every color and celebrate every holiday. We love whomever we want and choose what to do with our bodies. We won't even need you to make room for us because we've already been here and it's our time. So, Bravo. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Credit to anybody for that. Do you know the original? Um, I don't, unfortunately. 
uh, it was <laughs> it was posted to feminist news, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't it doesn't have a name associated with it at all. But um, cheers to whoever said that because it's spot on. So love it, love it. I feel a little better after our venting session about cancel culture cancel culture slash accountability of accountability assholes (laughs) assholes that's what they are anyway do you have anything to add to that miss christy no you you know that that thing you read really it summed it up we're not we don't want these people gone they have a right to their opinion that's never going to change we need differing viewpoints in the world that's how democracy works but they need to stop taking everything as an insult and they need to realize their mm-hmm. beliefs are theirs, not everybody's. Right. Yeah. Not everybody's. If you are mad at Mr. Potato Head, then be mad at Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. I walk right past the Goya in the shopping in the grocery store. It doesn't bother me at all. I just know I'm never going to buy it. Yeah. Just do that. Just do that. I mean, probably there's people on the left that could probably learn to shut up a little bit too. They're just not as loud as the the people on the right right now. So, and who <sighs> could be louder? They're fucking blow horns and blow hards is what they are. No, I feel better. Thank you for that. It would have been more fun if we were like in person and we had like alcohol or coffee with us. But I'll take what we can get. I have water. Oh, because someone thought you had a bottle full of beer. Oh, did they? (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Oh, Natalie. Natalie, you funny, funny gal. Um, Bobby, are you up to doing this again in two more weeks? Absolutely. I very much look forward to these podcasts. Bobby, our next podcast is Thursday, April 1st. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. We'll think of something super fun to talk about. We'll uh we're not gonna do politics all the time. You know it comes up in conversation sometimes, but we're definitely there's enough political talk out there. We don't need to saturate mm-hmm. the market. But I think we're interesting. We have interesting viewpoints, so it's nice to have these discussions with you and our <laughs> closest 20 friends. So yes, everybody, please join us in two Thursdays, Thursday, April 1st at 7 p.m. Um, we'll, we'll let you know like a week ahead of time what we plan on talking about. Um, we got a lot of great feedback from our, our episode about books. So it might, it might be more of like a, a pop culture episode, I think. Yeah. We haven't really done movies a whole lot yet. Maybe we'll do something like that. Mm. Um, mm. And then I have some other announcements for good old Truckee Pacific here soon as my computer cooperates and I can pull up my little outline here. Mile High Podcast, favorite concerts part two. I was on part one. Bobby, did you get to listen to it? No? Okay, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Part two is going to be the metal shows with Dave and Santori. That's tomorrow at 8 p.m., Bobby. I think I did watch it. Thank you very much. Wait, maybe not. Anyway, keep going. You got your plugs. <laughs> um, you can check out the Truckee Truckee Pacific website, Bobby. I find out we're not on the website yet, so I don't know how much I want to promote the website. 
I'm a little, uh, feel like the, yeah. Do we need to cancel? Let's cancel. Uh, may I break in? Uh, James is pretty slow on the uptake. It's don't take it personally. <laughs> I, I had to tie that. In. Look at that. We'll just, Look at that. Full circle right there. We're going to hold you accountable. <laughs> All right. That's www.trucky with two E's, Pacific.com. And while Bobby and I enjoy just talking to each other for the hell of it, if you would like to support the show financially, um, Venmo is the place to do it, or you could probably just send Dave money too. I think he'd be okay if you just put it in an envelope and mailed it to him. Uh, but Venmo at Trekkie Pacific 303 is uh, who you want to send that sweet, sweet stimmy money to. Ain't that right? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is correct. You in like uh, Trekkie Pacific beanies or hats or something? I don't look good in hats, but maybe a beanie. A beanie, maybe a scarf. Sure. Trucky Pacific I Tumbler. I could drink my water Ooh, out of tumbler. a Trucky Pacific Tumbler. Yes, I would. Absolutely. I enjoy a good tumbler. Mm-hmm. All right. Bobby, I'm coming down this weekend. Are you ready? Always. <laughs> it's coming at a good time, too, because God, this pandemic is starting really starting to wear on me. Like, I need social interaction and I need, need some to, sister time I do and I need some nephew time because they just make everything better they do those little brats those little shits they they just get right in there and worm their way into that heart of mine and well that's great because you're going to be stuck with them for a few hours while I get some mommy time so thank you you're welcome all right I hear kids crying I think uh we're going to close it out Good night, Christy. Is 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 Dave there? Godfather. Uh, hello. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to say goodbye to each other because it was so adorable. I didn't want to but I started it, but somebody ignored me. Good night, Christy. Good night, Bobby. Good night, ladies. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>